No Catch Up Chicago. What's up, my people? You are listening to No Catch Up Chicago. We focus on Chicago news first and everything else second. Weekly, the No Catch Up Chicago gang talks Chicago sports, culture, and avoids cornballs by any means necessary. It's done for Chicago and by Chicago. Listen up. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Nick the Quick in the building. What's going on? It's Bears time. Bears Tuesday. It's Bears Tuesday, so we're oh, gonna talk man. about we're gonna talk about the Bears Packers. I have an interesting vantage point. I was in the stands, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about that. We're just gonna talk NFL. Yeah, that that will take us through as much content as we need. Absolutely. First of all, what's popping? What's good with you? Not much. Just uh, you know, coming off this first weekend of the NFL season. Oh, I didn't change the board. We should have changed the board, but Uh, we're good. We'll just rock with it. Let's pretend like that game didn't happen. Let's (laughs) pretend like it's three nights and we get a redo. No, hold on. I gotta change the board, bro. (laughs) No, good first weekend of the NFL, man. Just kind of hung out, uh, watched a lot of games. Nothing too major, man. How about you? Man, you know, it was um, it was good. I went up to Green Bay. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into all that. Yep. Um, I got to change this board, though. Tell me about your weekend real quick. Where did you end up watching again? I watched it at the crib, man. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I watched it at Eli's crib. Shout out Eli. Yeah, went over to Eli's crib, man, watched the game. Um, his wife made some sloppy joes. They were fire, so shout out Jamie for that. Um, and just kind of kicked it, man. We had some good scotch, some good Japanese scotch, you know. Just kind of hung out, man. It was decent. Wasn't at the game like you, but uh, we were getting your pictures and stuff when you got up there, and somehow you almost got up onto the field. It looked like, which was crazy. But uh, yeah, man, it was a good good night. Other than the outcome of the game, obviously. You As you sit over bro. here and yeah, write some stuff back on the board. But um, yeah, and then uh, all day just watch the games, man. Um, watched a little bit of Sam Darnold last night. Looked decent, real decent, actually. Super decent. Super decent. We're going to get into that. Yeah, I watched that. He looked real decent. Um, Oakland looked terrible. Jared Goff, got him on my fantasy squad, looked decent. Yeah. I got to tell you about this trip, bro. All right. And the new the new board is fire right now because this is big facts. And I'm going to go into that, too. Um, but went up to Green Bay. Like, like, this is facts. Like, that's what, like, you see what it says? It's not hurt. He's not, bro. You calling the Paul Pierce on that? We're one? gonna get into this in a second, <laughs> right? All right. So back in this, back in the seat, I'm like, yo, I gotta go feel this energy. Right. I gotta go to Green Bay and feel this anticipation. I gotta go feel this Khalil. I gotta go see this Khalil Mack character. Of course. I gotta see if Kyle Fuller is gonna come back in his second, in his second real, real year yeah. and do his thing. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> I gotta see if Tariq Cohen's ready to go. I got to see this Matt Nagy offense. Right. Is Trubisky ready to go? Are we a real football teams? I got all this shit running in my head. I'm like, let me just drive up there. Of course. Let me just go check it out. I couldn't find anybody to go with me. So I'm like, let me just take a camera. I'm gonna just going to try to grab this experience. Solo up to Lambo. And it came out really well. The yeah. vlog came out dope. I thought it was really fire. Um, check it out if you haven't seen it. Bears, Packers, game day vlog live on the No Catch Up YouTube channel right now. Go peep that. I'm going to play some clips of it here in a second here as well. But from the the pregame atmosphere yeah. was popping. It's dope down there. 
It's fun, bro. If you haven't been, absolutely go down there. It's a good time. Yeah, man. it's like a college. It's like a college vibe. It's hundred percent a college yeah. vibe. It's, yeah, a, like it's the a, whole town revolves around the Packers game. It's like Wrigley's in the neighborhood. Yeah. Nah, Lambo's really in the neighborhood. It's in a town. In a town. Yeah. Like across the street is like white picket fence right. houses. You right. Know what I mean? Like it's like, in somebody's backyard type <laughs> yes. shit. Yeah. Like there's legit someone's having like a backyard barbecue. Yeah. And he has a fence up and the like out, outside of his fence is the parking lot to Lambo Field. And people got their garages open. They got their houses open. I remember I was going to random houses when I was down there, uh, just kicking it at different little tailgates. It's a good vibe for sure. Definitely fun. Yeah. So I get up there, you know what I'm saying? Watch the video. You'll check it out. But I get up there. I'm like, first thing I'm doing, I'm like, let me find a Bears tailgate that I could crash, get some booze. Right. Kick it with some with some, Talk to some people. fans like me. Yeah. I got all my Bears stuff on. Of course. At, yo, yeah, Packers the swaggy fans, old school jacket. Yo, the starter was getting yeah, big love. Yeah, I saw love. that. That was decent. The starter was getting big love. Yep. The people out there are really nice. Very nice. Like, it's not like any type of hostility and you know what it is about that they don't they see us as second class yeah they don't fear the bears they see the bears as second class citizens yeah i heard on multiple occasions them talking about the bears packer rivalry and it was like it's more vikings like we really like are worried like we think like you guys aren't really a rivalry they're not worried about us the bears haven't been competitive that much over the last you know 20 years so of course not no so, it was a fun, fun time. I'm going to play a couple of clips off of the, just to kind of show you, and we could talk through this, Nick. Yeah, I got pretty close. So, like, right. I, I basically kicked it off. I was like, let me try to go catch the atmosphere early. I'll show you guys a little clip Where of that. That's me getting ready to go, but... I basically mm. was like, let me catch a little... You had to catch some Culver's yeah, on the way up. You had to catch the Culver's. But I was like, let me just go catch like this tailgating atmosphere. Let me catch the tailgating atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? What it's yeah. like to be to be at the game. There's dogs that are dressed up with cheese heads. I mean like the whole thing, right? Ten God join on. Had the ten God join on. Found the bears tailgate. That's it right there. You Got up there, got in the thick of it, kicked it with some folks yeah. up there. These guys right behind we just took out the whole experience. I then took it into the stadium. Caught some pregame, which was sick. Like, you see Collins working the guys right there. Trey Burton warming up. We're ready to go, man. Um, it was dope, man. Spicy in here is getting more buzz. I just saw Collins working the NBC crew. We're ready to go, man. I catch the national anthem. I've never been in a game with the flyover before. Oh yeah. Fly I should have been there before. I've been there before, but it wasn't, there wasn't a flyover. Oh, yeah, there was a flyover when I was there. Yeah, I've never been in a game with the flyover. Yeah, it was crazy. So, that was crazy. They do the whole American flag thing throughout the field and all that. Yeah, no, yeah. Look, you're about to see that. You're about to see that here up in a second. The atmosphere is crazy. The atmosphere is crazy. Yeah, the atmosphere up there is, is insane, man. Yeah, you're about to see the flyover right now. And it was dope because it's early in September, so it wasn't pitch black. Yeah. So you can see the planes go through. You're about to see them in was a second. Was it chilly up there? It was kind of chilly. Yeah. When, once the sun went down, that jacket came in handy, no doubt. Right. Yeah, they pulled out the American flag. Yeah. Fireworks. There goes the flyover. Fireworks. The whole thing. So yeah. it was it was dope, man. Check out the whole video on the No Catch Up Chicago YouTube channel. It'll uh it'll be worth your time. Game starts. <laughs> I am in heaven, bro. Yeah, I could tell. 
I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Give me your thoughts on kind of how it went down, the start, the, beginning the finish, of the, game. the game. The game as a, as a whole. We'll get right into it. So in the beginning of the game, man, obviously first drive, Bears came out great. Offense looked sharp. Trubisky's hitting his throws. We obviously get the touchdown. Feeling good, man. Feeling real good. And, uh, and obviously that kind of good feeling lasted through a lot of the first half. Um, obviously, you know, yeah, I've been called pessimistic on here and I'll be Absolutely that. You are. I'll be that. And I wasn't, and you can, you know, you can ask people I was watching it with. I wasn't fully at halftime. Like, Oh my God, we're going to kill them. Like, you know, we're on our way. Right. Like you were, um, obviously you called, you know, I could tell you were ecstatic. Well, well, you Aaron, thought it was a done deal. Um, well, I didn't think Aaron was coming back at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now they gave us the gift of Deshaun Kaiser, which is the biggest gift that any football team can receive. He is so He wack. is super Super trash. Super trash. Like, just ultra levels of trashness. He shouldn't be in the NFL at all. Can't believe he was a second-round pick. Um, so he comes in, man. I'm like, oh, this, this is great. If he plays the rest of the game at that point, you know, I'm feeling confident, right? He comes in, literally serves up Khalil Mack a touchdown on a platter. Khalil Mack balling out of his mind for pretty much the entire game when they had him in there. Obviously, they slowed down his steps in the second half. Um, but was just playing out of his mind. And then... Get to the fourth quarter, and there goes that man again. And I was saying it when we were watching. I said, why are we not running the ball more? No. And that's not boring. That's not boring, Nick, run the ball 50 times a game. It was working. We averaged damn near five yards a carry. Jordan Howard was going wherever he wanted to with the ball. And instead of running the ball and doing what works, we do this weird gimmicky shit like splitting out Charles Leno Jr. and trips right. You know, all this weird stuff that doesn't quite make sense. And, like, I get it. You want to showcase what you got and all that. But let's let, if, if, if you're winning a ball game, go with what works, right? Trubisky's not ready for all that. Clearly, he wasn't ready for all that because as the game went along, kind of like that article that was uh, – who sent that to us? Was that uh, – Ederson sent that. Ederson, it's like Lombardi was talking about. He clearly got shook once they figured out what the Bears were doing and Nagy ran out of plays. He had no other plays to run. But so decided to, not to run the ball. To give some context, Lombardi basically said that Nagy is ma is making it makes it very very easy for Trubisky yeah. to get his first read and get the ball to that first read to a spot. Really, to a spot. He cuts off half the field, runs bootleg play action, yeah. gets Trubisky on the move, and Lombardi was saying once that first read wasn't there, Trubisky had no idea what to do. Right. So. so, okay, so then keep them honest with the play action. You know how you do that? You run the football. Run the football. Put the threat of the run in them, and then you can run the play action and still run those easy little routes for Trubisky. 21 combined runs, I believe. Unbelievable. Like 15 for Jordan Howard. 15 six, carries for Jordan Howard. Six for six, 15 for Jordan Howard, six for Tariq, yeah. and then like seven for Trubisky. That's why I don't, you know and what like I mean? And like, probably like half of those are designed. This cute little offensive shit that no one else does and all these different sets and again, splitting out your left tackle because that makes sense. I, you don't need to do that. You were up big. They gave you Deshaun Kaiser. They said, here, this is seven, right? It's a guaranteed seven that we won't get and he might give you something to get and he did. And then you stop running the ball, and then then comes the third quarter. Aaron Rodgers comes back, and it was third or fourth he came back in. He came back in the second half, but they didn't yeah. score. They didn't. Yeah. He, but when he came back in the game, you knew what it was. At that point, I knew when he threw that strike to uh, who was that to? Was that to my man's uh, Devontae Adams? Right. Yeah. The strike in the corner of the end zone. No, that was, I don't know who that was. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, 
It wasn't Cobb or Devontae. Adams. Whoever it was, it was, it was a strike. It was over. It was a dime. Strike. Dime. Like, dime. strike. On a rope, strike. Crazy. No, it had a little air on it. It but was a, yeah, it was a it, dime. It, 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 was, it was a strike. Regardless, whatever you want to call it, it was beautiful. At that point, I said, yeah, this is it. We're, I'm worried now. I was worried. Worried now. If you go back and look at the video, you can see me progressively getting more and more and more and more worried. Yeah. Till. And I think that was on Kyle Fuller. Was Kyle Fuller defending that pass? The deep touchdown? Yeah, I, I think, think he was. was. Kyle Fuller just had a terrible second half. Dropped an interception that could have won the game. Dropped it. And then they brought – so you didn't hear this on the broadcast. He had six drop picks last year. I didn't know that. I did, six. I, I heard that – I didn't hear that, af- six I heard that after. Six I read it after. Yeah. I get it. He's not a wide receiver, but six drop picks? You can't drop six interceptions. I was sitting in that end zone. Yeah. And that ball, I, I was in out between the dumb. numbers. I mean, it hit him in the it hit him right in right the in chest. the chest. It, I could have caught that. Yeah, a lot. I could have caught could've. that. So he, he can't catch. He can't catch. That's fine. Whatever. Make the play. That's that's the you now. Do you pay him that kind of money if he's not a playmaker? Then if he can't get turnovers when they count, you know that's a different that's a different question for another day. But. Um, I just saw it no, happen. Okay, listen, listen. No, listen. Yeah, what? I mean, you don't really pay, you don't pay cornerbacks to to pick the ball off per se. Those are interceptions are almost like extra. But what kind you of corners me? do offensive uh, coordinators fear? Ones that can pick no, the they, ball off. No, they feel ones that lock that they lock up. They lock up. Yeah, but they know if you throw that way, it might get picked. Revis would have picked that. You know what I mean? Those type of lockdown, shutdown, half the field corners. What are you talking about? Prime time. Prime would have. Prime would have took that six. <laughs> you understand <laughs> well, that game would have been over. But it's a different field. story. But I'm saying when you talk about those elite corner, dude, when you talk about elite defensive playmakers, they have to make that play. I, there's no excuse for well, not who making was that calling play. Kyle Fuller elite though, or top notch. You want to pay him like he's, he's elite? Good. He's good. He's getting okay. paid like he's good. He's okay. not getting elite cornerback e- money. Either way, either way, right? Um, it just got ugly. You knew, you knew they were coming back. Who's to blame? Because we know what happened. We all saw it. We watched it. We've been talking about it for two days. I want to get your thoughts on who's to blame for I that. I think Nagy. I think Nagy offensively called a terrible game when you were up. I think he called a terrible game. If you had to put it on somebody, the head coach has to take accountability for that. And a lot of times you say that because it's the right thing to say, but if he's the one calling the plays and putting the offense out there, 100% it's on Nagy. Why did you stop running the ball? If you're getting five yards a carry, you're up, right? And, again, this isn't playing scared. Playing scared is throwing a short pass on third and one. Well, I'm sorry, that's playing stupid. That's stupid. You have Jordan Howard. I he would falls like, and gets two yards. I don't even know. I, I would like to see how many runs we had in the fourth quarter. Who knows? I think we – and then when we needed to get, go down and get a field goal to win the game, yeah. we were just – it was nonstop pass. Nonstop pass. Just pass, 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 pass. We didn't even think about the run. And they had figured that passing game out already. Everything's going to be short. He's going to look at his primary read. We could not complete a pass. And Trubisky didn't look good. It's not like Trubisky, you know what I mean, he wasn't – he was a victim of the play calling, but – it's not like he was making any plays out there in the second half. So what do you do? Run the ball. What's this like? Com- why do we have to throw the ball all the time? Like, I feel like they watch these other games and you watch these elite quarterbacks and you get suckered into thinking that when you're whatever, you're, you got to throw the ball. Run the ball. Jordan Howard is one of your best players on offense. He's better than Trubisky. They could not stop him. 
The Packers' defense is suspect. It's super suspect. Super suspect. It's very suspect. Their run defense is even more suspect. You could have picked up that one yard on third and one. You could have kept running the ball, and you might have scored another fucking touchdown. So Nagy's to blame. Nagy's to blame 110%. Yeah, I agree. All Terrible play calling. And if he wasn't calling the plays, then he should have jumped in there and stopped whoever was. I mean, we didn't need to make any adjustments in the first half, but the Packers adjusted very well. Aaron Rodgers adjusted very well. Before we get into this Trubisky clip of missing Trey Burton in the first half, we're yeah. going to talk about that. That's hot news on Twitter right now. I want to talk about this Aaron Rodgers injury and him, him coming back. Let's get this straight, right? I'm at the game. I see him go down, and he, and he pops right back up after he goes down. Stands up, tries to walk it off, goes back down again, right? Sean's the injury truther. Uh, this is I'm a, I'm 100% <laughs> the injury truther. Injury truther. <laughs> he, get, he gets up, and he walks off. Yeah. He goes in the tent. The blue tent. In the blue tent. He comes out and he gets on a cart. Now, let's be real here. He gets on a cart to go to the locker room because it's faster to get there. He didn't get carted off. He was in the front seat. He wasn't in the back laid out. Well, if you have a lower body injury, they're not going to have you walk to the tunnel anyways. Right. It's a precaution. Either way. Yeah. Right? But he's also not in the back strapped up. His knee, his leg's yeah. not straightened out. He's sitting in the front seat of the cart. Course. With the guy driving. He drives to the back, comes out at half, no brace on his knee. His knee is not, I mean, I'm sure that, I don't know if it's rewrapped or there's a sleeve on it, but there's no heavy duty brace yeah. on it. He's moving 100, 100% fine. If you look at the 75 yard touchdown to, to Randall Cobb, he is in the pocket. Moving laterally, he throws Randall Cobb. He moves left to throw Randall Cobb open right, and Randall Cobb takes us to the house. All this, he's a he's a soldier, and all this bullshit. He had a he has a slightly twisted knee that he took the the whole second quarter off to get good. He was a he's a he's a hundred percent right now. If not if if not a hundred, it's ninety five. He's fine. Is yeah. he gonna play in week two? Are you fucking out of your mind? Is he going to play in week two? Of course he's going to play in week two, and he was fine. So all this Aaron Rodgers is Superman, and he came out. They called him – I heard my dad told me they called him Willis Reed on television. Yeah, they were calling him Willis Reed. I mean, like, is this like <laughs> – like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is my guy. Yeah. I rock with Aaron Rodgers. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen with my own two eyes. Paul Pearson. He was Paul Pearson. He was Paul Pearson. Um, and a, guy, a lot of that's the media. I don't think he was Paul Pearson because Paul Pierce had the wheelchair. Yeah, but nah, he was, no, that's, one, that's, no one will ever Paul Pearson. Yeah, again. that's the that's the media narrative, obviously, that's going on. And I, and I agree. He, he he looked fine when he came out. It was a little bit a little bit hobbled, but nothing that was crazy. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that he just absolutely dominated us and never looked like he was worried about the Bears at any point. Defense is any any blame on the D. Um, I mean, I think any time, yeah, there is, well, there's a lot of blame on the Randall Cobb touchdown. Yeah. I saw a lot of opportunities to bring him down. Like that wasn't a long bomb, right? Of that 70, oh, an eight yard pass. Yeah, it was 12, an eight yard, yard pass. pass. Uh, yeah. yeah. Of the, so of the 75 yards, 10 of it was in the air and just nobody wanted to tackle him. Right. There's blame on that long touchdown. So for sure. But, um, at the same time, they kind of go together, right? If the offense is doing its job 
You don't put the defense in the position like that. You don't put your defense in a position like that against that quarterback. You don't put your defense in a position like that against Aaron Rodgers. Meaning just them being on the field more than we should have had them on the them field? Them being on the field more than they should. Them being on the field against Aaron Rodgers trying to lead game-winning touchdown drives when you're up 20 to nothing because you can't call plays. Because, honestly, outside of the first series, the offense looked a bit shaky. Right? We got the I seven. Mean, Nagy, we got one touchdown remember and, I talked and three about, field goals. Remember I talked about Nagy, this is not week nine. And yeah. this is He's had all pre or offseason and preseason to prepare for this. He scripted out about probably 15 plays yeah. and had that first drive, and it looked magical. And then, But after that, he had to call the game, and people yeah. are adjusting on the fly, and he had no answer. He had no idea what to do. So outside of that first series, it's not like the offense looked great. We got three field goals after that first series touchdown. Our other touchdown was a defensive touchdown, right? So, I mean, the defense gave us seven. I think they did their job. I can't blame them for that because, again, you cannot put your defense in a position where they have to stop one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Now, there should be some blame there, but when you talk about the overall blame, it's on Matt Nagy because he did not call a good game for pretty much three quarters. I got to agree with you, yeah. I mean, if, if I'm going to put blame on anybody, it's definitely Matt Nagy. The offense was, wasn't was doing anything in the second yeah. half. I don't know if it was trusting Trubisky, not, let, not letting him <clears throat> throw it downfield, not giving, not running the ball. We didn't run the ball once when we needed to, it seemed like. Yeah. Every single opportunity. And the, and the one short we picked up was, a, was Trubisky running. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't Jordan Howard. It wasn't Tariq Cohen. It was. It Our was touchdown a, was Trubisky running. Yes. So. He, it's, it's weird. Why, why do you, okay, so in a situation where you run the ball, you have Trubisky run in, which is fine. It worked, right? Almost didn't, but it worked, right? Um, but, yeah, well, what is the thing with not running the ball, man? I don't get it. Yeah. It's almost like running the ball makes you look a certain way now, so they don't want to do it. Rather than do a run, let's do a short pass. They were on that. Stupid. Dan Durkin, Bears rider for the Athletic Chicago. Pull me up real quick, Aaron. This screenshot is floating around the internet, the interweb. Let me zoom in for y'all real quick. I could just open it. That works. It shows it shows Trey Burton. This is Haha ha Clinton Dix right over here. If you can see that, I'm circling Haha ha right there. Trey Burton wide open. Looks like Trubisky's at the top of his drop. He's obviously probably looking towards Allen Robinson right here. Or maybe even Tariq out here in the flat, but he doesn't see Trey Bird because he would have let it go. Yeah, he's wide open. This this screenshot's a little misleading <laughs> because obviously it's a fucking screenshot. The it game stopped. happens a lot faster than yes, that. Yes, yeah. right. But look, check out this video. Make this big for you. Maybe I won't make it big. Hold on. Let me play it from the top, but. The whole argument is that Dan Durgan mentions that Trey Burton is wide open off the release. Yeah. Now, does he I have, was, sorry, ahead. does he have an offensive lineman boxing somebody out in the end zone? Go up to the picture. Yeah. And then watch the video. You mean right here? No, on the right, other side. Yeah, up. This is Allen Robinson. Oh, that's Allen Robinson. Yeah, okay, Allen so he's Robinson. running a pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I, thought no, I don't was, think Allen Robinson's running a curl. 
And then, but look in the video, he's like boxing him out when he, yeah, because he's trying to he's trying to hold that position. Maybe I don't know. Okay, but either way, right? Yeah, I saw that live, and he was definitely open. And you could Ryan Rosillo comments on it. These screenshots are so unfair. You can't tell me that he can't hit this window. If you can't hit that window, we're in big trouble. Yeah, and that's about as big as your window. That's about get as in the big NFL. as your window is going to get in the NFL. Yep. So if he can't hit that window, then we're in deep, deep trouble, right? So, the things we need to do going into week two are what? Balance the offense. Commit to the running game if it's there. Um, mix up some plays. Get Trubisky some different looks. And, yeah, I mean, if what that article says is true, it almost makes it sound like hopeless because he's not going to get better at making reads two and three in a week. You know what I mean? But, um Again, the running game, man, having a solid ground game opens up the passing game because it opens up play action. You know what I mean? It keeps the linebackers honest. It keeps everybody honest if you can run the ball. If not, they're just going to drop back and destroy them in the passing game and start picking them off. Better secondaries are going to start picking them off. You were talking how bad about their how bad their secondary is last week, right? A better secondary is going to pick them off. Oh, guess who has a decent secondary? The Seattle fucking Seahawks do. Decent. There, Earl Thomas is still back there last time. He, he showed up last week, right? Yeah, he did. Okay. He's, a, he's, a, he's out there. He's, that's, he's by himself, though. It doesn't matter. Like, give him one, then. You're so – gee, I, I can't – I'm so, against – no. What, I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm just so saying I'm, ag- Seahawks, I'm against – We're at that, home that, against that. the Seahawks, and you're worried you – you can name one person on the, the whole defense of the Seahawks, and it's Earl Thomas, and that's what you're worried about, Earl Thomas. Yeah, I'm worried about Earl Thomas. He's all pro. I'm not worried about shit. I'm worried We're about gonna... if we keep. Call, uh, I'm worried about if we keep calling those trash ass plays. I'm worried about if we stop running the football. We're gonna bust Seattle's ass. It's like we were gonna bust the Packers' ass. Low key, Seattle looked decent this week in Denver. I will say that Denver's trash though. <laughs> uh, what's this? Case Keenum is hot garbage. All right, let's switch over. We got a lot, a lot, a lot to dig in for for the Bears. We could obviously talk about them all day. Let's hop over to the NFL, and I want to get your overreactions and your kind of initial thoughts on the week because obviously Sam Darnold had a crazy, crazy night last night. People are already calling him Tom Brady, basically. Yeah, so I can't can't watch these people in the morning. It's crazy. It's just everything is like the now reaction of like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Give me some overreactions that you've heard this weekend and some that we can kind of dive into. Fitzpatrick's another one. So here's James, so I was actually going to bring up the Fitzpatrick thing versus Jameis. Yeah. Um, look, man, I mean, I love Jameis coming out. He's not that good, in my opinion. He hasn't been that good in the NFL. Um, Fitz, but Fitzpatrick does – here's the Fitzpatrick overreaction. Not like this type of game where he has five touchdowns, but he's done this before. Like he's had big time performances before that seemingly come out of nowhere. I mean, he stayed in the league for a very long time. Like, are, do people just forget about like the previous six seasons? Yeah, but shout you know out—he stays in the league. He's a capable backup. If Ryan Fitzpatrick was my backup quarterback, I'm okay with that. Um, if he keeps playing like that, which is not sustainable, but if he keeps playing well, will there be a quarterback controversy there? Maybe. Because the only time you can bench a first-round pick with a high profile is if he's accused of sexual assault. That's and, not get heat, 
and not get heat for it. That's that's the only way you. That's can the only it? way you can do it. Not at, at this point. Yeah, you said Trubisky. The public, in. the public Wait, is okay. So let's talk about that. What's Trubisky's <laughs> leash? We talked about it last week. They don't have any other options. It's just two seasons. Whenever Ryan Pace gets fired, yeah, we don't have first round picks for the next two years. Whenever, the, whenever he gets yeah, pulled, yeah, his leash is Ryan is Ryan Pace's leash is Matt Nagy. You would never leash. look to Chase Daniels. Trubisky was awful this year, and the defense kept playing well. Then yeah, you have to. I mean, you got to face your locker room, and you got to put the best person out there to play. So yeah, it's I would look to Chase happen. Daniels, especially because he looked good. <laughs> but I mean, Trubisky would have to be like. Awful and not getting better. You know what I mean? So he yeah. bought himself a couple games with that first drive. Yeah. Because people will hold on to that because we're in Chicago and we'll hold on to anything with a quarterback. Um, but, yeah, another overreaction. Um, oh, Joe Flacco's back? Stop it. <laughs> Watch the film the last couple years. Yo, I Joe Flacco's not back. I could never be a Bills fan, bro. Oh, <laughs> at least we like try. Like we're kind of on the Bills tier, I guess. Yeah, but man, that shit is brutal, dude. Dude, AJ McCarron must have been really bad for them to trade him and think that Nathan Peterman should start another NFL game in his life. Nathan Peterman should never start another game in the NFL. <laughs> I'm gonna look up Nathan Peterman college highlights because I refuse to believe this dude was ever good at football outside of maybe high school. He is he horrendous. Is awful. He's awful. Yeah. He's he's he might be one of he might be him and Mike Glennon might be the worst quarterbacks I've ever watched. Him, Mike Glennon and Tyler Bray might kick it Tyler, on the regular. Yeah, but at least Tyler Bray doesn't play in NFL regular season games. Like they might kick it on the regular. Nathan Peterman is awful. Huffy. Um what what else? So they were talking on first take today. Kellerman. That was your, that was your first mistake. I know. I like <laughs> I like Kellerman, but I'm starting not to like him. I like him on boxing. I like Kellerman. He's a cool dude. I, I think like him he on talks boxing. Good shit. Like whatever. He was basically talking about Sam Darnold, and he's ready to take his Saquon Barkley jersey back to the store. He's a Giants fan. Saquon like, Barkley. Went for 100 plus plus yards and a touchdown yesterday. But he basically, he's already crowned Sam Darnold. He's 21 years old. He's going to be the next best thing ever in history of the NFL. I just don't understand where people get these overreactions. This happens all the time, bro. Every year this happens. I mean, as far as the Darnold situation, um, he looked good, but... I don't know if Stafford could have possibly looked any worse. Yeah. I mean, he looked terrible, and Detroit as a team just looked awful. So he was playing with no real pressure. But he looked good. I mean, for a guy that they probably didn't expect to start or whatever, um, a rookie, he looked poised. He had some good throws. You know, they, they, they called some good plays for him. Their offensive coordinator slash head coach slash whoever calls plays mixed it up, you know, stuck consistent with the run game. Maybe Matt Nagy should pay attention to that. Um, and they they played well. But Detroit was fucking awful last night. I mean, Stafford, did you watch that game? No, I didn't watch too oh, much Stafford of it. Stafford was so bad. But that's another reaction is people are already like, who's the, what's the, Patricia can't coach. Oh, yeah. Get him out. It's like, yo, chill. It's week one. Yeah. Like Stafford I mean, won't play that bad again. But, like, relax, though. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why it's always like this, no matter what. 
Is it just because people need a hot take? Just because people need to get yeah. That's the issue with first off? take, man. They have to like they don't believe what they talk about. They just take the someone has to take one side. Someone has to take the other. It's the same thing as what's the one on uh, FS1 with Shannon Sharp and Skip. Yeah. Uh, like Skip doesn't believe any of this shit he says. I don't, dude. I don't know, man. I kind of think he does sometimes, but it's, yeah. for, it's for entertaining TV, man. That's that's what it's for. Um, what's another? What's another one? Oh, James Conner can replace Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> that is another one. Yeah. Don't pay him for what? Yeah. James. We got Conner. James Conner. We got James Conner. Shout out do... James Conner, though. Dope he story. Yeah, great. Dope story. story. Came back from cancer and everything like that. Um. I think, man, what else happened? No, there's all those. I just want to. I just want to make sure that people understand that it's it's week one. Patricia, like honestly, this you know what this reminds me of too is like when McCown had those couple games. He does that. And too. Cutler was coming back. Yeah, and it was like leave him on the bench. Cutler, like it's like nah, bro. It's not how Josh this shit McCown works. For staying in the league too. I think yeah. he stays in the league because teammates good. love him. He's great for the locker room. He's a solid quarterback. He's, he's, in, he's on the sideline with the headset. He's out there yeah. coaching. Like, yeah, apparently, like, he's one of the best teammates you can have, um, which is probably good for Darnold. So, yeah, I mean, it was a fun first week, man. You know that uh, new coaches went 0-7 this yeah, I week? I saw that. Nagy yeah. included. Nagy included, They yeah. threw John Gruden in there, too. John Gruden, John Gruden is a clown. Yeah? He's a clown. Should not be coaching professional football in 2018. The Raiders gave him a hundred million, but wouldn't give Khalil Mack the same. Yeah, I mean, we already talked about that. No, um, we can get into that. He's a but... clown, man. He's a clown. That's overreaction, I think. I, I don't think that's an overreaction. I think they're going to have an I epically think that awful whole Khalil year. Mack situation has a lot to do with the front office and the ownership, and he just took he fell on the sword for. I don't that. think he fell on the sword because I think he is more involved. Uh, he's more involved than you're giving him credit for. You don't give a dude a hundred million dollars. $10 million annually, and he doesn't get a say in what's going on over there. If you give him that much money and you give him that much capital, he's able to walk in there and say, get the Khalil Mack thing done. Yeah. yeah I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, no, I'm not, I don't subscribe to the Gruden thing <laughs> at all. I don't subscribe to any, like when your head coach comes in with a profile like that, and I mean, he has the largest profile of any head coach in the NFL. Right, you know, outside like Belichick, yeah, but Belichick's done it for winning on the football field, right? John Gruden is this larger than life personality. It's just personality. Thing, in his yeah. yeah, he he in his eyes he can't do any wrong, so he's not gonna get into a pissing match with Khalil Mack. He's just gonna say fuck it, I won't call him. You know what I mean? I think when you have an ego that big, it's bad. It runs into an issue on a football team, man. Fair. It runs into an issue with the football team. No one's gonna challenge him. He's John Gruden. Fair enough. And, he, and, he contr- and he's in the media, too. So, you know, he can leak bad stories and things like that faster than anybody. The press is on his side. He's worked for ESPN for the last seven years. I went to Milwaukee three times last week. Not Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah? I'm not going up to Wisconsin for a minute. You got some good cheese? I got big cheese. Yeah? And I, yeah. It's a like, fire cheese? All I ate was cheese. <laughs> and I have no plans on going up there for a minute. I briefly want to talk about the Cubs real quick. I went to Miller Park for the oh, first yeah? time. What, have you been up there? No, I haven't been there. No. It's actually dope. The The roof was closed. Okay. So I head up there. I'm kicking it. I enjoyed my time at the stadium. I went on a Tuesday. It's a cool ballpark. Yeah, I've heard that. But 
the Cubs are only a game up in the division now. Yeah. Voight's, Voight's been in my inbox crazy. Yeah. The bleacher bully, Colin Sali, he just started a new gig. He'll be back to talk about all the Cubs type of stuff. But we've been talking big shit about them not doing anything. We shouldn't be scared of them. They just got their big-time pitcher back, Hater. They're live right now. We're up 2-0. But it's only one game. Dude, we're up one game in the oh, division. Oh, so this right series now. is huge. So the series is huge, and we're coming off a loss. So, how you feel about that? The Kopech news. Tommy John's. Tommy John. Tommy is John like, now is like whatever. Yeah. He's out a year, and he'll be back in 2019. We're not going to be good anytime soon. It's fine for me. Um, just give us another chance to suck for another year. I'm not worried about it, man. Yeah. If after watching the whole Cubs thing and the way you went about it and just sucking for five years. Loading up on fucking ridiculously good process prospects and then going from there. I have no problem with that. I'm fine with it. I don't like that he's getting hurt and missing a year. Obviously, it's a setback for him, but it's not like Tommy John 20 years ago and it's like, oh, your career is over, right? I mean, they just have the surgery. You're good to go. He'll be fine. Um, so many people have had it now. Dude. Yeah, Strasburg, so many players have had it. All yeah, those guys yeah. Through the list is crazy. Exactly, man. And so, you know, he's a young guy. What is he, 23 years old? He'll be back. He'll be fine. The Sox will be good in a couple of years. A lot of young guys. I'm um, not worried about him the least bit. Fine with the rebuild. Seahawks coming Sunday. Yeah. The Bible Russ, Thumper, Russell Wilson's coming Russ, Sunday. the Bible Thumper. <laughs> hey. How'd you do in the pick this week, by the way? I didn't I even look. I went uh I know I saw. And, I won. Three and two, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. I won four games. Yeah. My pops is officially out. Yeah, that's crazy. He's such a He's such a little baby. That's crazy. I moved off of the uh, the Eagles right before kickoff. Yeah. We were sitting right here, and it was stupid. And I picked up the fucking Steelers. Mm, yeah, that's a Oh, no, pick. not the Steelers. I'm sorry. I picked up the uh, the Saints. I was on Who got the, embarrassed. I was on There's the, your overreaction right there. People talking like the Saints aren't going to do what they do every year. I was on the Saints as soon as the picks opened up. Yeah. I'm like, they're going to they're gonna blow these dudes At out. At home. Their defense is supposed to be better. Yeah, no Jameis. Yeah. When he when Drew Brees and those guys won that Super Bowl, I was like, <clears throat> they're done. They'll never win another one. And I think that's, that's going to be dead on. Like they partied so hard, and Drew Brees has kind of kicked it. But they dude, they've never repaired the offense. He's dude, he scored forty points. Yeah, like he stays scoring thirty five plus thirty plus. Yeah, and they're, and they're losing six and they're games losing a year. Games. Like, yeah. It's crazy. He's so, great though. Shout yeah, out man. Drew Brees. Shout out Drew Brees. Shout He's out a Drew legend. Brees for real. Come ask you a question. Yeah. Um, in your opinion, who's the most overrated quarterback in the NFL? The most overrated quarterback in the NFL today? Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, it's Eli Manning. Oh, wow. Because he might be one of the worst quarterbacks in the whole league. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm, 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 I'm legit talking the bottom, the bottom, bottom of the league. Like, I'm taking A.J. McCarron before I'm taking Eli Manning. I'm oh, not that's even. that's crazy. I'm not even. What if it's bull- a Super Bowl? I'm not even bullshitting. Eli Manning is horrendous. What bro. if it's a Super and Bowl? And he's been horrendous for a little bit. <laughs> and, and by a little bit, I mean five years. That's not a hot take. So, t- in my eyes, that's not a good answer to your question. But yeah, in, no, that's fine. in the media and everyone else's eyes, it's not even close. He's garbage. Um, who's another one that's really, really overrated? I got one I for know, you. Man. I only see like five quarterbacks, and I know who's the real deal and who's not. I got one who's 
he's it doesn't mean he's not good, but he's overrated just because it was a small sample size last year. Is Garoppolo? People need to pump the brakes on the Garoppolo love. He's not overrated because I don't think he's rated. People are hot. People love. There's him. a difference between high on him. And, and overrated. And think he's, thinking he's that dude. Yeah. Oh, Andrew Luck is another dude. Andrew Luck. Extremely that's the, the overrated. most overrated quarter, most overrated player in the NFL. Yeah. The media wants Andrew Luck to, to be, be good so bad. So bad. So I've never seen them want a player to be good to where they've convinced themselves that he's actually really good. And that's actually another example of if you come out of the gate and you have like a good first season or a, yeah. a, really, a solid second season and you string them together. You can almost be bad for like three years in a row, and no one really kind of well, notices. No, he's an example of but if you're a high-profile college player that does everything right and all that. King, yeah, yeah I mean, he, he's player. had good years in the league, but the dude's been hurt for a year and a half. And I, I just – I think when he was playing, it's not like when he was playing, Andrew Luck was a top-five quarterback. Yeah. Tannenhill kind of has – this stranglehold on a I'm a number one quarterback. Yeah, he I'm sucks. the franchise guy for the Dolphins for they some want, reason. They, them Dolphins want him to yeah, be good. They the, he has like a stranglehold on that job. Like it's not even a question. Should the Dolphins be looking for a quarterback? That's we have Ryan Tannehill. What do you mean? Yeah. Like that's another one. Um, but I quote me on this: the Giants will regret this. That not they had to pick a quarterback this year. The Giants. So you don't think Saquon being the Giants aren't going to pick in the top five a lot. All right, why they're you the say New that? Because they're the New York Giants. They'll they're, be trash this year. No, they're gonna no. They, no, they won't. They'll be they're, they're gonna you know what they're gonna go. They'll win like seven games. They'll be like they'll have like a thirteenth pick or something. Yeah. But like the quarterbacks, the real quarterbacks, unless everyone's blind and thinks Deshaun Watson can't play football, they usually go in the top seven, eight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like dude, like when's the last time the Giants picked in the top five? You don't know. I, I don't know no either. Idea, right. Yeah. So. So you wouldn't take Saquon in that situation? You would have taken Darnold? Well, I would have taken – I was. I wouldn't have taken I'm Josh Trash-ass Allen. I'm on tape saying Allen is the best quarterback of the whole – Josh Allen? Not Josh Allen. Um, oh, I was about to say, I don't Rosen. recall you being on tape. Rosen, Josh yeah, Rosen. Yeah, Josh Rosen's nice. I thought Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is too. hot garbage. Yeah. I'm Huffy. On, I'm on tape. <laughs> Huffy. I'm on tape saying that I, I wanted Allen out of the whole bunch. Um, Rosen. But, yeah, I keep saying that. My fault. Yeah, Josh Rosen, UCLA. Um, yeah, man, you have to take a quarterback there. I think Saquon is an animal, no doubt. He's going to be very good. Yeah, but you need a quarterback in this league, and they're not going to—they're not going to have an opportunity to get one in the draft like they had this past year. You need a quarterback in this league. Eli Manning is garbage. Unless it's the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter. <laughs> hey, man, we're going to leave it there. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Subscribe, YouTube, Instagram, the whole thing, man. Check out the vlog of the Bears Packers <coughs> Sunday night football debacle vlog. I vlogged it out. Yep. The whole arrival, the whole game, fan reaction. You're going to enjoy it. Make sure you check it out. For Nick the Quick, I'm Sean Little. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago.